You're listening to Chew on That, and here's what we're chewing on today. Uh, Channel View, Texas, it's a quiet Houston suburb filled with nice homes, nice cars, and nice families. A few years ago, though, the entire community was turned upside down by something that's still hard for the people who live there to believe. It all started with a cheerleading competition. Amber Heath and Shanna Holloway, they lived just around the corner from each other, and they'd been friends all of their lives. Amber was president of the student council. Shanna, she was the vice president. Their moms, they were great friends. The girls went to the same private Christian school, and their moms took turns driving them there. Everything was fine between their families until the sixth grade. That's when Amber beat Shanna out for a spot on the cheerleading team. The girls had competed against each other in pageants for years with Amber, you know, typically just slightly coming out on top. Shanna's mother, who attended a local evangelical church several times a week and even served on the worship team, started resenting the fact that her daughter always lost to Amber to the point that she unsuccessfully tried to get Amber disqualified from the cheerleading tryouts. After years of watching her daughter lose out, she'd reached her boiling point. Having Amber make the cheerleading team instead of Shanna was the straw that broke the camel's back. She couldn't take it any longer, so she tried to hire a hitman to kill Amber and her mother. While she was trying to find someone to do it, for whatever reason, she mentioned her intentions to her brother-in-law. He notified the police who launched a sting. They had an undercover officer pose as a potential hitman. Recordings of their interactions revealed how the hitman told her that he'd kill the mother for $5,000 and the daughter for $2,500. Not, not able to come up with that much cash, she gave him a pair of diamond earrings as a down payment for killing just the mother. She was arrested for solicitation of capital murder and sentenced to 15 years in the Texas State Penitentiary. What is it that turned this mother into a monster? One word, jealousy. I want to talk about that today in a message we're calling The Green-Eyed Monster. Hey, welcome to The Chew on That. You're listening to a podcast where we uh, digest, we break down, and we talk about the most current sermon from the, from the sermon series that we're in here at Life Church in Green Bay. We are in week nine of the series No Hard Feelings. No Hard Feelings, the, the whole series has been about... Uh, uh, one word, emotions, mm-hmm. one word, emotions, and then uh, the pastors have broken down that one word scripturally. Yeah. This week, we're talking about jealousy. Week nine. Oh, yeah. That, it's, a, it's a doozy. What the heck? I mean, when I heard that story, I was like, seriously? I actually heard people like <laughs> sitting around me gasp when he yes. said that because it was so unexpected. <laughs> you were just like, oh, I don't know. This mom's probably going to, yeah. what, go, b- b- you know. Burn her other kid's yeah. hair or something, cut her hair off, you know? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. We, tries to hire a hitman. We, uh, I, I sat in the back for first service with my with my wife, and she leaned over and goes, he has a lot of stories this week. <laughs> that's, that's funny. That's what I said to you guys when I got to the back. So I, I think that that was a general theme. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, and then the the one late, and I think, I th- I'm pretty sure it's a soundbite. Uh, I went to her and go, is that real? Yeah. It, it, it was the crab stood. Like the, yeah. yeah. Do, do crabs really? And, and she goes, I, I mean, you, you, and so, yeah, we do have a small conversation in the back, uh, me and my wife. She goes, why? Well, I don't think he would say it if it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. And then she goes, she goes this, and this is, this is, she goes, I wonder if that's where they get the term crabby from. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, oh. maybe, maybe. I'm like, why are you so crabby? And, yeah. it, you, oh and it's been converted to anger, but yeah. was it really just bringing people down? Yes. Oh, so if you haven't heard the sermon, if you haven't heard the sermon, odds are you're probably not listening to this. So yeah. you probably have heard the sermon once and you've come and stumbled across us like like some old saloon in a town that you're yeah. just passing through. <laughs> and uh, and so we're, we're going to break down some sound bites from uh, from Pastor's message uh, on Sunday. Yeah. And I, I've done this the last few weeks. Is jealous, I've asked yeah. each of you, mm. is jealousy yeah. an emotion that you uh, you you suffer from? Suffer from currently? No, no, no. I guess, I guess, I guess any because I, oh, I, for yeah. me, for me, like when I've taken these uh, these singular word emotions, mm-hmm. I, can, I I quickly go and go through my entire life and be like, yeah, I guess maybe like once or twice. Yeah, mm-hmm. but right. like that has it just it, it it's it's like it, some weeks have been a foreign language to me, and I've been very mm-hmm. vocal. Yes. I'm like that's just one thing I don't really. Oh yeah, but I, then there's others where I can 
where I can be like, all right, Megan Dallas, you guys can leave. I'll just finish. I'll just take this podcast <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah, I think it's something that I've definitely felt probably more less recently, but um, definitely more in those like developing years as you're trying to figure out who you are and who you want to be and like seeing oh, what other people yes. have and what they do in their career. I'm like, I want that. And sometimes uh, I think this will be a great conversation because sometimes I felt like in the time I was like, but these things are motivating me, right? Yes. Like mm -hmm. the desire to have that or the desire to be that is motivating me to sure. become better. And so I think even at the time I was like, I'm not jealous. I'm, I'm, you know, trying to work hard or yes. whatever. Um, but now I, I'm pretty quick to recognize, uh, jealousy in my own life. So I'm excited to talk about this. Uh, yes. And you, that was a, such a profound statement to that, that the transitions in life, mm -hmm. like when, and I think that is as, as, as you're growing maturing and moving, mm -hmm. that's when jealousy can creep in and going, am I going the right direction? Am I doing enough? And so, yeah, I have definitely struggled with jealousy, uh, for big portions of my life, um, I thankfully it has not been recent, um, but yeah, there's been times where I, I would be like, I wish I could have this or mm. like this person and that, and, mm. and you and it's it's funny that you can look at those things now and just laugh and go, yeah, why did I get jealous over that? It's so silly. It's so it was ridiculous and it was a waste of time. Right. And so I, but I, but yeah, jealousy has been something I struggled with for for yeah different stages of my life yeah. and so uh so yeah and and i think sermons like this are good because then you can't be like well then i'll never struggle with it again because there are going to be more transitions in life and you can easily go like oh i'm jealous that i didn't accomplish that you know in this transition in my life and so i think it's something to be very mm. alert of mm. yeah i he could have he might as well have been speaking in portuguese on sunday like i i have i don't suffer from jealousy mm -hmm. like I've, I'm trying to like seat myself down. Like, would I be jealous if I'm like, Oh no, no, I wouldn't be. There was, it's, I'm yeah. I've, I can't even think of maybe more than one time in my life where mm -hmm. that rooted itself up mm -hmm. in, in my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, I am a person that like when my friends succeed, that's like, it, it boosts my, mm -hmm. it, it like makes my day better when I hear somebody like when when Dallas got his house, I'm like, that is so cool. Yes. And then I, I go over to his house and I'm like, oh, that yard's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. You know, that, and that gets me excited for my friend. Mm -hmm. You yes. know, I'm like, oh my gosh. We we left when we were helping him unload and we we're like, that living room's really cool. Mm -hmm. That kitchen, yeah. that's so, oh my gosh. And then he, in the kitchen, he could be making something. And then like in the next room, watch that fireplace going. And like, I'm excited <laughs> for like that. Yes. That has always been, I've always been like that. I've just, I've, I, I That's don't know. That's great. I, I, don't, I don't know. But then pastor says something later in the message that, that got me in the back when I was, when I was listening. He goes, well, the devil has, if, if he can't get you with anything else, he can get you with jealousy. Mm. Yes. And then that made me think about like, as, as some of these emotions that we've discussed, I don't, I, I don't really react or respond to. Mm -hmm. I don't know if psychologically that's good or bad. Mm -hmm. um, I think because I think that what, what you're supposed to be able to, most humans feel most emotions in some way or another, and some of them are completely foreign to me. Like I, I don't feel, an, I've, I can't tell you a moment in my life I've ever been embarrassed. And I've had psychologists go like, like I've, I, I have some, you know, people that are in the psychology industry, my mom included, be like, that's not healthy. <laughs> like people feel that emotion. Yeah. So the fact that you don't feel that, you your brain's probably compartmentalizing something that and it's just storing yeah, it up in the attic. Yeah. And so when I when I when I evaluate my life and like jealousy's like, no, I don't I don't really experience it. I mm. can't tell you if that's a good thing or not. Yeah. Mm. You know, I can tell you that it is very is a foreign subject to me. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm listening and trying to relate it to my life. Mm -hmm. uh, and honestly, when I was listening to the sermon on Sunday, I felt like there's other forms of jealousy that I feel like I actually experienced that he didn't uh, necessarily get into. Yeah. Like um, something that came to me really fast was back when we were talking about the Holy Spirit a couple, I guess, months ago now on this podcast, right? And talking about like the baptism of the Holy Spirit and all this yeah. stuff. Like I was jealous for that. I was like, oh, I yeah. want that. Oh, and so yeah. like I've experienced, experienced jealousy again, kind of back to my original point, but like in ways that would help me become a better person, yeah, as right? As a motivator. Yes, yeah. exactly. As yeah. a motivation thing. So I was like, I, I think I, I think I do feel jealousy, but not even necessarily like, oh wow, she has such a nice car. Not not really that not, kind of not, jealousy. Not a material. Yeah, like a material thing that just that uh, that that idea evades me. Yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, the, the idea of becoming more, and again, it's whatever you value. Mm -hmm. So if you are a material person and, and that holds a lot of stock in your life, then yeah, you're going to be jealous over other material goods, right? Mm -hmm. um, so it's just, yeah, it's what you value is probably what you're going to be jealous over. I think the jealousy, like it, like, uh, it connects a circle for me really quickly. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. uh, Dallas got a very cool haircut like <laughs> a couple days ago. And, and I look at it like, I wish I had that colic he has in the front there that just were like my hair either is good to hair day or it's like i just gotta wear a hat mm -hmm. and but my my circle so one would say well are you jealous but my circle completes going like I, I there's nothing i can do to ever have that mm -hmm. right and i go that looks so good on him it'd be cool if i had it i mean i, I think i could do some stuff with that uh but then the circle completes really quickly like you just not you know, the, he, that's his hair you're yeah. just never gonna have that and then i just move on with my life Right. You know? So I don't know if, if, if that's the rash of jealousy, just, just going, you have it for three seconds, you, your brain processes it, yes. and you're like, you can't. You, well, you know, if, you're, if your mom's listening, now she knows, hey, 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 okay, he is healthy. He is healthy. He just has spurts of it, but he's healthy. He has I don't think she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Um, today is Tuesday. Uh, tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Wednesday when it is dropped, tonight is worship night. Yeah, October 19th. Come. Yep. October 19th. That's good. Thank you for dating that. Yeah. Yes. Because. Because I do know people go, <laughs> I've caught up and it's like weeks later. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. All right. So if, if, you, if you're listening to this the morning of October 19th and for some, I don't know, weird, strange events you have not heard about worship night, hmm. uh, it's at Life yeah. Church. Doors are at six. Yep. The, uh, the, the worship night, uh, the band will start playing at 630. Mm -hmm. um, come and just have a moment with God. Yeah. Like that's the best way I can put it. Yeah. Yeah. Just have a moment. And if you can, Conrad, I know you live in California. If you can make your way, we'd love to have you. <laughs> Who's Conrad? <laughs> he's, he's a guy who listens to podcasts, email me. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. great. So, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, so are we going to start doing shout outs now? I, I'll, I'll shout I, I out to Conrad. <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to shout out to Conrad. So he emails me. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I want people to like email us in questions or something that we yeah. could read on the show. That, ooh. Oh. You, you opened the door. Uh, I don't know. It just came, just came out. Conrad, if you it. have a question, email it to yeah, Keith at yeah, lifechurchgb.com. There you go. That's me. <laughs> That's cool. That's right. Let's do it. Hey, you know, one thing before we, before we uh, hook a right and start the show, mm -hmm. um, uh, how long have you been in Green Bay, Dallas? Uh, in March, you'll be seven years. Seven years. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, so we, we have this, we usually have this, this pre, uh, like this, Truthfully, if we pressed record for the first 25 minutes that we're talking collectively in the room, yeah. I bet you'd be worth something. Yeah. Like, I know that's, uh, I feel like at the end of it, we, like, we end in prayer. Um, we just get to set the mood and set our hearts right and set our mm -hmm. minds right. We yeah. talk, we talk, we talk Jesus, we talk Bible, we talk what's happening in our lives. Mm -hmm. um, and one thing stood out, uh, Dallas was saying, a few years ago, I was playing in, in a worship band back in Las Vegas, and I wanted to interrupt him, but he was on a roll, right? <laughs> and, and, but so it, 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 I want to bring it up now on, on this podcast that sure. he, a few, it's, not a few year, it's not a few years ago anymore. It's, no, it's a I long, know. it's a long time ago. <laughs> it was a decade ago. <laughs> it was a decade ago. <laughs> Just, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Over a decade ago. Oh my god! So when, when Dallas will bring up his other churches, yeah. like he's worked at, he'd be like, so a couple of years ago <laughs> I was, ago. and I'm like, no, it's, it's not a that. couple of years ago. So, you, so you've been yeah. with us for a long time, man. You're, 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 uh, if if this building was people, yeah. you are part of the foundation of this building. Well, mm -hmm. that's I love that, and it's but I also hate that. Yeah, now I have to go like a teenager ago. <laughs> a teenager ago. Yeah, because it's it's like uh, that story a kid I told could you could be getting their temps. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that long ago. And that's if 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 anything, we're just trying to raise people up. Yeah. <laughs> Jealousy. It means to boil within. You, you can look cool on the outside, but a fire is building. A fire is burning inside of you, and it's such a destructive emotion. Listen to what Solomon, the wisest man outside of Jesus to ever walk the earth, had to say about it. He said, anger is cruel, and fury, it is overwhelming, but who can stand before jealousy? It's so hard to stand up straight against the blast of jealousy. It comes like a rush. It comes like a wind. And it's so hard for us to keep, our, to keep our footing. When Jesus walked the earth, he upset the established religious system and caused the leaders to launch 
a campaign to kill him. We've heard the story. We've told the story. We've celebrated it on Resurrection Sunday that they murdered him, but he is alive. We feel like we know the story, but look at what the Gospel of Matthew has to say about the cause of that campaign. It says, Pilate knew the leaders had brought Jesus to him, watch this, because they were jealous. Jealousy was the hammer that drove the nails. It was the hands that caused the spear to pierce his side. It was the hands that forced the crown of thorns upon his head. Jealousy, it is a killer. It kills marriages, friendships, families. It's said that jealousy is the ace up Satan's sleeve. That, that you can beat all the other emotions that we've talked about. You, you, you can overcome anger. You, you can overcome depression. You, you can overcome all of the different things that we've navigated through in this series. And if you are successful in navigating through those things, the, the enemy, he holds one more card that if he can just make you jealous, if he can make you envious, it can start this whole process all over again. That was the thing that stuck out to me the most, was the whole process all over again. That, that really je- jealousy Ooh, that is good. can keep you from emotional healing because you, you spark up old flames mm. oh. of things that you thought you were healed from because of jealousy. Because jealousy, like he was saying, and, and just like Solomon says, you know, that you think anger is bad. You think, you think uh, uh, this is bad, but jealousy is worse because it can then go, because of my jealousy... It has brought up, it has re-sparked my anger. It's yeah. re-sparked my depression. It's re-sparked my, all of these things that we, we've been talking about over the last, you know, nine weeks and trying to help mm-hmm. you heal from. And so it's interesting. I'm, I mean, this should have been the last message, but we have one more. But it's like, but that's the truth is like, yeah. you got to get jealousy, you know, knocked out. You got to, mm-hmm. you got to kill jealousy before jealousy kills you because it will spark up old things that you thought God healed you from um, and, and, oh. and you wanted to be healed from, but you are now having to go through the process again because of jealousy. Yeah. I know a lot of people do struggle with jealousy, <clears throat> uh, you know, a little bit younger generation because of the access we have to social media and the ability we have to like see what everybody else has got and like looking at their highlight reel makes us feel inadequate. Uh, and so I think when I think about this clip, I, I think about that, like how, how quick we are to scroll, how, um, you know, it's like a brain numbing thing for us. Mm -hmm. And yet it's just infiltrating us and like affecting us. You know, I live in a great neighborhood. I love my neighborhood. I love my house. Um, Mm -hmm. and it was funny when pastor Sean talks later about like, you know, you think you got the best house you're ever going to have. Right. (laughs) And then like you see another house and you're like, Oh, well, my house doesn't have that big of a bet. Well, I don't have that, you know? Uh, there's this great house in the neighborhood. And every time I look at it, I'm like that house, that is like my dream house. Like I love it. They got the great cars, you know, and for a while I would walk by and feel just like, ah, my house can't stand up to that house. <laughs> and then, uh, the owner of the house was walking by one day and I stopped and talked to them older guy, just the nicest guy ever yeah. and had like such a, a nice conversation with him and went about our ways. But it was just, I don't, I was like, why did it take me having a conversation with him to kind of stop feeling like jealous about that house? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So just to realize like, Oh, he's a, he's a nice person. Oh, he's a real person. So my point is I think social media it leaves up this barrier where you don't necessarily get to have that conversation with that person and, yes. and get, you yeah. understand like the heart of that person. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we just see what they have or what they've got. And maybe we make assumptions or judgments yeah yeah that that's that's a great uh that's a that's a great like what you just said megan was awesome about the the houses and stuff i'm a runner i I run in the mornings um preferably when the sun's down and in my neighborhood i'm uh my when i do my run it it humbles me Mm. it humbles me not because of i i I look at what other people have and like oh but i i look around I, i i hear the river i we live right by the East River. We live right off it. I, 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 I will encounter a deer every now and again. Uh, wildlife. I hear birds. I hear the sound of the highway mm-hmm. uh, in a distance. The 
the neighborhood I, I run through, my neighborhood, it, it's picture, picturesque. It's like, it humbles me to be like, wow. Yeah. Look, look at, look at, look at the things you've bestowed upon me. Yes. And there are a couple of beautiful houses I walk by. I'm like, oh, that is such a, there's one house in particular. It's just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Just gorgeous. Uh, again, I'm never like a, uh, and, 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 I'll, t- I, I, I'll tell you why at, at the end of it. Like I, I walk by, I'm like, oh, that'd be so, that would be cool to have that. Like, yeah. They have a, they have a, a in-law suite next to their house. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a small little house that, uh, that, you know, people can live in. Yeah. And like, that'd be so cool. And then my, then my mind looks at their yard and their yard's huge. Mm-hmm. be like, yeah, it must take a lot of work to keep that thing up. Right. Yeah. Cause it looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like, well, maybe I, maybe I get a house like that when I'm like, when I'm, when I'm just, when I'm in retirement. Yeah. Do my yards. Good. I was at my, my neighbor's house. We had a block party on Sunday and uh, I'd never been inside my neighbor's house. In fact, I went to high school with my neighbor and, and uh, I, I'm a, I'm a, like, I, said, I think I've, I've said this quite a bit. I'm a decently shy person. Mm-hmm. So like, and, and, and my neighbor, he, he said that he's like, you, you know, when we're outside and stuff, you guys should come out. And like, hang on. I'm like, yeah, that's just not like, it's not what me and Jenna, me and Jenna, we just kind of keep to ourselves. To our, to our fault, we keep to ourselves. But mm-hmm. the, this this Saturday night was uh, was great because I we we me and Jenna got back in the house. I had to get ready for Sunday. I wake up pretty early for for church, uh, like quarter to four. So I try to start my going to bed really early. Yes. Um. But I said I'm really glad we went outside. Yeah. I'm really glad we did that because I think that now we'll go outside more. Mm-hmm. It was really beneficial for friendships because i felt like i made friends mm-hmm. on saturday so we went inside my neighbor's house i went to high school with and i i had all the 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 tickets to be like knock on his door and be like hey remember we were in high school do you want to be friends like yeah. but i never <laughs> did because i'm uh, i'm a coward in most cases yeah. i went to and he redid his he redid his kitchen his living room and it was gorgeous and mm-hmm. and and why i don't think i get envious <laughs> quickly because his backyard's beautiful like it is it's a magazine worthy home he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I looked at his, his kitchen and, and, and he has done the work, right? He's the guy that did the work mm-hmm. in the, in his house, him and his wife is yeah. very, and I'm, I, I look at his kitchen and I'm like, that's a lot of work. And I am not in a place in my life that I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and so maybe that's a, maybe that's a rash of why jealousy doesn't come up because again, maybe the, my brain connects the dots quickly. Like yes. that's really cool. But, that takes a lot of work yeah. and you definitely don't want to put the work in. Like I, I try to actively, I've been actively trying to seek a six pack for, for my abs for the last decade. <laughs> and, and, and when I see people work out videos and stuff and I'm like, I always try and take new ideas to do that. Um, it's the same thing. Like I am willing to work out, but I'm not always willing to commit to a diet. Yeah. And so when I see people working out and they have a really good body, their arms and shoulders are good. I'm like, it's the same thing clips in my hand. I would, yeah, that'd be really cool if I could do that, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really ready to put the work in. And so maybe, maybe that as I'm, uh, psychoanalyzing myself right now yeah. and you guys are just listening uh maybe <laughs> maybe maybe that's it uh i did like in in what pastor said uh if if you if you've if you passed all the other ones mm-hmm. the, the devil's got mm. an ace up his sleeve and then i thought when you were talking dallas like oh i probably just haven't passed the other ones he hasn't had to use jealousy yet Ooh. I'm like, oh, oh so, so when, oh, y'all, when y'all start, when I would, so we've, I've been asking y'all in the beginning of these yeah. episodes the last few weeks, like, is this an emotion you uh, suffer from? Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times I say no. Yeah. And, uh, and then that is, and if you're a listener, know that that's not because I'm sitting on a high horse. Know yeah. that I, if anything, I want to let you know it's because I'm stunted. Yeah. And the fact that you are, you're all like, yeah, yeah, I feel that. And you're like, wait a minute. I don't know if that's healthy that I don't. Yeah. I do. I do look ahead in my life sometimes and wonder, right? I'm like, well, what about when my son is up in competition against other people's sons, oh, uh, other yes. people who have more money than me and can train their kids better than I can train my kid. Am mm-hmm. I going to feel jealous? Not going to get that out of your head because right? you know what? The, the thing you need to train your yeah. kid is to be of, be of the Lord. And yeah. that have, is so true. You have that yes. in riches. Right. Exactly. That is so great. And you know what? But there's competition everywhere you go. Yes. And so jealousy breeds competition or 
competition breeds jealousy. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, think about that. What, where are the areas in your life where that could be a weakness for you? Think about that and identify it so that you can play some strongholds around that. I, I just, this came to me that I think jealousy also destroys rest. Because if you think about it, when you get jealous, going back to kids, Hey, so-and-so's in soccer. We should get, you know what? And he's doing good. We should get, Our kids doing nothing, you know, all right, let's go. All right. And now your Saturdays are gone. Now your Sabbath (laughs) is gone because you allow jealousy. I'm tired talking about it. You got, you allow jealousy to make you sign up for something that if you ask your kid, you're like, do you want to do this? They're like, not really. (laughs) (laughs) Why are we doing this? It's because Billy's doing it. Like it's, and that's the reality of it is don't let jealousy ruin your rest. Like oh. you're supposed to be, you know, there's times where you go, yes, so-and-so is doing that, but we're not called to do that, you know, because, because you said it too, for us people who God's called us to ministry, we got to protect those Saturdays. Good. We got to protect those Sabbaths. And so, you know, you have to remind yourself of that. Mm-hmm. Do I need to do this because it's the American dream? Well, it might be an American dream, but it's not the American dream because there are many American dreams and, and, and we have to pursue those too. And so that's the cutest thing you said there is Saturdays. Like it's only on Saturdays. (laughs) (laughs) When you start signing kids up, my goodness, it was every night this summer. And at the end of it, in the midst of it, yeah, like when the rain came through Mm -hmm. and like it was thundering, We'd be at the dinner table eating an early dinner very quickly because we had to get kids to soccer. Me and my wife would look at each other and be like, please, Thunder, please, lightning, please, lightning, please, lightning. lightning." We see a lightning and I immediately refresh my email and be like, ha ha, it's canceled. Let's go, sorry. (laughs) So in the moment you're like, you're like, oh, it's so long. But at the end, oh my goodness, it did help our our children's self-esteem. It helped. It, uh, as a family, yeah. we we yeah. we carved out. So yeah. in the moment, we were like, "Oh, we're eating dinner at four yeah. fifteen. Like yeah. for real, we're not getting home till seven thirty, yeah. and then we still got to get yeah. kids ready for school tomorrow, and yeah. or for for the day tomorrow for day at the, at that time it was daycare. Yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah. And and, and I again, I, I just want to clarify because I don't want people like, oh, are you saying I'm making I'm, no, no? If you <laughs> have, if your son wants to play baseball and you guys love baseball and it brings great memories, do it. I'm talking about people yeah. who have no desire for baseball, <laughs> but they got jealous because they saw you guys play baseball, so they made their yeah. kid play baseball. That's what I'm talking about yeah. because sometimes those people, when they let jealousy win, it's not that, oh, or we've added baseball. It's we've added baseball, and we've added soccer, and we've added all these My things. My kid's going to be the best. Yeah, yeah. And, and then it's mm. to the point where the kid's like, I don't even know if I like sports anymore. Oh. <laughs> like, you know, and yeah. it's, Those are the things you have to watch out for. Yeah. Because he got a bike, and I didn't. She got a doll, you didn't. He made the team, you didn't. She was voted homecoming queen while you didn't even make the homecoming court. Jealousy, and the older you get, the worse it gets. There's this, this common spark that lights the fire of jealousy, and it is comparison. Jealousy happens when we begin comparing ourselves with others. We compare our house to their house, our car to their car, our paycheck to their paycheck, our spouse to their spouse, our kids to their kids. And when that happens, you start thinking of yourself as less than you really are. But do you know that someone else can have more without you having less? The thing that you had, you was perfectly fine with that thing that you had until you saw something that somebody else had, and then suddenly you were good for nothing. I can never remember where I heard this, but it's actually something that stuck with me a lot in my adult life. And I feel like my mom probably said this. It's that if you can't be happy where you're at right now with what you have right now, like look around, take an inventory. Are you happy? If you're not happy right now, then you can never be. Because if you can't learn to become content with what you have and who you are, what you got around you, then it, nothing is ever going to like fulfill that void in your in your life. You can't just like keep gathering stuff until you finally feel happy. So, so I know we're going to talk about contentment at the end, but um, I felt like in this clip, it's it is that. Like, can you can you just kind of stop the competition, stop the cu- the comparing, and feel happy with what you have, and happy again with who you are? So I, you know. Again, that it, like when I was younger and um, 
trying to figure out like who I was as a woman and become established, I looked to my peers as almost a, a guide, right? Like yeah. I want to know what they're doing and like, how are they being so successful? And we used to say, we didn't say we were jealous. We said we were salty, right? <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, right? That was a thing, right? And we'd be like, I'm so salty at her, whatever. Yeah. And uh, it, so I, I remember that feeling of just like, yeah, I, I kind of have a grudge against that person for no real reason yeah. other than they have what I feel like I now want or I want to become. And I don't know, I don't know how to do it or how to get there or, you know, it just felt like such a big gap to me. And that, yeah. that would like stress me out. Yeah. Uh, I, I read this quote um, from Amanda Metcalf that said, jealousy is when you count someone else's blessings instead of your own. And I think jealousy I like will do, it will, it will make our focus wider than it needs to be. That sometimes we will, we'll look at our life, but then we'll kind of widen the scope and go like, you know, I'll look at my house. I love my house. But if I widen the scope and I go, oh, but look at their house. Or I'll look at my lawn. I go, oh, look yeah. at their lawn. Or if I look at my kids, oh, look at their kids. And so it's like, in a way you have to not let jealousy widen your scope. Mm -hmm. But also I think you have to remember that like you are, that God, you know, made you different. Like I remember, I was, I, I was reminded of Jeremiah 1, 5, where it says, before you were born, I set you apart. So good. I made you different. And so, you know, he, God told Jeremiah, he knew him and set him apart before he was born. And so we are uniquely made. We're unique. We're different. God wants us to be different. And so don't allow jealousy to go, but I want to be like them. No, no, no. Like, remember what God made you and how he made you and 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 your marriage and your kids. They're different and they're supposed to be different. Yeah. yeah uh, I, I guess it's my turn. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, everything you guys said, that's, yeah. yeah. I, I don't have, I don't, I really don't have enough. I don't have anything to add to that. <laughs> I it's felt fine. like that like, was really good that, yeah. that we're set apart. Like yeah. that's an interesting way of thinking about it because that takes away the comparison. Yes. Yeah. Like we're different. Yes. Deal with it. So like, <laughs> <Right>? so <laughs> I'll usually come up with a thought like when, like a, like a, like an add on, but like when Megan concluded, she was, I was like, yeah, that's, that was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Great. And then, and then Dallas said, I, did you end abruptly? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Cause I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to get this puzzled. I'm going to get like two more sentences. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, we are, I like the, the, the jealousy comes up when you stop counting. Yeah. Uh, your own blessings mm -hmm. and, um, humility is something that I've just, I've centered, I've, I've made such a, a big portion and principle and foundation in mm -hmm. my in my Jesus journeys the humility portion of it mm -hmm. the I can't he can so I'm going to let him like like you yeah. like you pastor uh, spoke on uh, two weeks ago mm -hmm. um, I can't he can so I'm going to let him so when I'm humble like that yeah I can I can look around and 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 I'm just more grateful. It's an attitude of gratitude. I think I have. See, that's yeah, that's totally it. It's like, it's not even for me to answer the question of like, do you struggle with jealousy? It's not even that. It's just that I focus on different mm -hmm. things, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, there's a whole different posture of my heart where jealousy is just now like, well, that just, that got taken out with the trash a, a while ago. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I understand that feeling. And sometimes sure. Like I said about the house in the neighborhood where I'm like, wow, that's my dream house. Yeah. You know, like, okay, I, I, I get that like f the flash of feeling, mm -hmm. but, um, what am I working on and establishing in my, in my life? Like what am yeah. I building? What, what does my humility look like? And, um, those are the things that now I, I press into and pour into. So I have, um, some friends who are like super successful. I mean, like ridiculous, so smart. Uh, so like they're just, they're going in ways that honestly I will never be able to go. And um, I've wondered to myself, like, am I jealous of that person? And I'll sit back and think, I'm like, I'm really not. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm really happy for them, like genuinely happy for them. But also at the same time, I know, I know what I have yes. and I know what my blessings are from God. And I know yes. that I'm in good standing with the Lord, that I am righteous. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, all of mm -hmm. these things that I don't know if they even necessarily, they have. So, so yeah, that for me just yeah. is kind of the, that can be a jealousy killer. I, th I think that we've, we've talked a lot about the material as well, where yes. uh, I think jealousy, more emotional, like that emotional mm -hmm. side, like, mm -hmm. do I get jealous when, uh, 
when when because I mean I've been with I've been with my wife today is actually sixteen years. I've been no, it's not sixteen. It's years. your anniversary? Yeah. yeah, it's our dating anniversary. Oh, dating anniversary. Six, yeah, okay. yeah. We got we got married. I mean, we we kind of had a fast dating to marriage. Yeah. Uh, we we got married uh, seven years okay. into our dating. So gotcha. we took things real fast. Oh, you went, so you went real quick. Yeah. But um, yeah, people are counting their head. They're like, that's fast. <laughs> <laughs> See, honey, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but today, so today's our, today's our anniversary. We, we, you know, if I'm 40, I mean, so I was like 23 when we, mm-hmm. we started dating. I was that, and that's really young. Yeah. Right. Totally. And, and so our, our lives, we've, we've spent, gosh, over a third of our lives together. And, mm-hmm. and so I guess I, I bring that up to say, do, do, do you get jealous when, you know, when guys look at your wife or look yeah. at your girlfriend? Mm. Yeah. Girls, do you get jealous when, you know, mm-hmm. you think that mm. this girl's paying too much attention to your yeah. husband or your yeah. boyfriend? Right. Do Relationship jealousy. Do you get jealous yeah. of the, the people they work with? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think that that's a, I think that that's a real. I don't have those things though, yeah. <laughs> so, and and so like material, material. Yes. I think we've been talking a lot about that, but I started it with like I don't have an ounce of jealousy with mm. with uh with with that. I, I don't know if it's an overabundance of trust with my wife. Yes, uh, because she's a, she's a, a gorgeous. She's mm. she's hot. I yeah. mean, and so I, it would be ludicrous for me to think that guys. Don't look at her. Yeah, but it just doesn't bother me. It never has. Yeah. It never. It never has. But so as we talk a lot about the material, you ask yourself too: do, Where do you lie in the relational Ooh. jealousy? Yes. Yeah, man. I was going to say the what you were saying. Men, do you get jealous that other men don't look at your wife? Because yeah. sometimes men go like, "Oh, look at my lady. Do you like her? Are you attracted?" And it's like, no, it's not about that. Right. It should be more than that. Mm-hmm. I don't need anyone to be like, "Your wife's hot." I'd be like, "One, well, that's weird. Okay, I don't need that. Like, I don't need that. Yeah. I, I, I am very attracted to my wife on, on more than just looks. So it's like I don't like. There's more to my wife than her looks, and so I don't thrive. But I know for men, that's a thing. Yeah. Hence the phrase. Sure. Trophy wife. For sure. You know, it's like, look at, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like, and it's, but there's, you know, so again, are you getting jealous because people aren't, Mm. you know, because don't, you know, remind yourself, go back to the focus of why you married her to begin with. Right. And, 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 or him to begin with. Sure. And then that, so. Yeah. uh, uh, 100%. And and to be honest, in the, in the instances I have caught guys, it didn't make me feel bad. It's like, Mm. well, you know, put a smile on my face. Like, huh. That's yeah. a good. Mm-hmm. That's a good emotional boost for for mm. everyone involved, I suppose. Yeah. You know, so like it's like, is it? it it's not jealousy per yeah. se. It's, it's just one of those when people say, you know, I like the coat you have. Be like, yeah. thank you, mm. thank you. That's a nice. Thank you. That's how I feel about like when when jealousy is more like a well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's a naive thought. Yeah. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I- <laughs> I, I was gonna. Go I feel on. like Megan's got something to say on this I subject. I, I, here's what I think. I mean, I do know, like, um, I've never felt like my husband would leave me or cheat on me ever in my life. Have yeah. I ever felt that way? I feel very. He's a very trustworthy person. Let's put it on pause. Her husband is gorgeous. <laughs> Thanks. Like he, no, for real. He's a model. Like he is a model. You say that like he's like been in the shop catalog just, or something. Say, <laughs> and, and that's funny. Cause that's the level of model. Yeah. He hasn't been in the flea farm yeah. catalog. <laughs> Didn't know that was your profession. I mean, it makes sense. Didn't know. <laughs> anyway, you know, there's times at work where it'll be like, Oh, you know, uh, going out to lunch with like coworkers and there's girls there. And like, you wonder some of those things, right? Well, like, did they, they're in a place of management over you even and like, okay, well, are they saying those things because they like you, you know, and you wonder mm. those things. And I think women, we can be quick to, uh, be accusatory. Mm. So I'm mm. speaking on behalf of my, of my the, gender right the entire now. Gender. Yes. Uh, but it, it is people. my opinion that women can be like, well, does she like, does she like you? Do you like her? Um, you know, yeah. or like, why is she, why is she sending you messages? When he's like, it's my, well, it's a work email, babe. Sure. You know? yeah. Right. Like sure. stuff like that. Yeah. I'm like, what? Really? You know, so, so More I like think, a love letter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Well, it is eight 30 at night. Yeah. And that's probably like, cause my wife gets, gets instant messages cause she's an accountant. And so they have yeah, accounting true. things all day long. <laughs> like at the end of the month, when the month turns over, like she will be working till 2am and sure. there will be a large 
group of people messaging back and forth over, I don't know what she calls them. I'm going to probably call them something, but like over, I don't even, I'm not going to make a word that, yeah. that in their spreadsheets that this was yeah. off, that makes the <laughs> next process off, that makes the next process off. So, but yeah, I, I, I that right. could, that's, a, we joke about it, but I know someone's listening to me like, yeah, my, my husband that does get messages at yeah. nine yes. o'clock at night. Yeah, that, that, totally. that really pees me off. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hmm. Mm. It, it's a it's a whole nother side of the jealousy coin i think yeah. yeah you know from from materialism to relationships there's there's a lot there and i think that relationship jealousy can lead to a lot of different stuff like sure. it is it's a it's a fast track yeah. right um into you know a lot more so anyway i don't i that's something to talk about do you think? Do you think that? Because I think that guys, if if I were to if I were to say, I mean, I've, I've been a guy my whole life. There you go, right there. So I <laughs> thank you for clarifying. So, <laughs> so I, I think that guys are coined more the jealous stereotypical, like the jealous boyfriend. Like those sure. are the ones that are always played on TV shows. You know, the guy with the, with the varsity Letterman jacket yeah, being yeah. like, "Come here, babe." Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, but do you think in what you just said? Because those were characteristics I've never had. Do you think that women are actually more mm. have a more tendency of being the jealous type? Honest, I I think it's 50-50. You think yeah. Yeah, I really do. And I think that um right, the the guy is played up more often as as the jealous type, but I know just as many women. <laughs> I definitely know just as many women. And you know, even things that I have like felt or said where I'm like, why did I why did I say that? I know, mm. I know it's not that. And yeah. I don't, I don't feel like jealous towards their work relationship. So like, why am I, why am I saying that? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but guarding our, our hearts and our minds, I think, uh, as women is very important and, um, ha- have that standard in your home where it's all the time. Like, don't let yourself slip into that. Um, because like I said, I think it's just, it's a black hole. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, and it's just a black hole. And like, if we go back to the first soundbite, like the devil has an ace up his sleeve there you mm-hmm. go. and, and he will use it. And, and I loved how Sean said, if all the other ones fail, but I don't want to be like, you're only getting that jealousy because you've, mm. you've, you've checked the box on all the others, yeah. you know, but the jealousy one is like that. It is. Yeah. I'm actually, as I'm going on, we're 42 minutes in this podcast. I'm actually getting more scared for myself. <laughs> like, like as, as the minutes tick on and we talk about this and like, I'm like, hey, I don't have that. I don't have that either. Oh my goodness. That the card that's up the, the devil's mm. sleeve mm. is the one that's actually going to drop the whole house that's, of cards down. That's awesome. And I think that's why we do this podcast. Yeah. To be honest, like mm-hmm. this is the, this is a conversation that I hope people are having after church yes. with their family and their friends when they go out yeah. to lunch. Uh, it used to be our family tradition. We'd always go to Chipotle after Sunday. And then once I started working in the church, you know, I'm here to, uh, for both services and stuff like that. So we don't really do that anymore, but, but I, I hope that you're going to Chipotle and having these conversations so yes. that maybe or, you go or Qdoba, maybe, <laughs> No, that's Chipotle. Uh uh-uh. <laughs> Dun dun dun. <laughs> or wherever Chick Fil A. That oh no, nope, they're nope. closed on nice. Sundays. Closed on Sundays. Shoot, we ain't got a Saturday stay? mass. <laughs> I'm sorry. What, what was your final thought on that? <laughs> I hope that you're having these conversations because maybe you're being convicted of stuff yeah. as you're thinking through the message. It's not just like a one-time yeah. boom done. Nice. A little jealousy can kick in. Your house was fine until somebody else you knew got a big house. You were excited about your house. You got the keys, man. You thought you were going to live and die in that house forever. You had plans for that house. And then suddenly, oh, baby, we need new carpet. We need new countertops. Sally got, Sally got granite at her house. And suddenly, these things, they begin to sink in as you start to think of yourself as less than you really are. You start to think that because of comparison. There's really three types of comparison. First kind is downward comparison, and that's where we compare ourselves to those who are worse off than us. And uh, downward comparison leads to arrogance. Do you see her? Do you see him? Whatever. At least I'm not downward comparison. The second type of comparison is lateral comparison. And that's when we compare ourselves to people who are on the same level as us. And lateral comparison leads to competition. 
The third type is upward comparison. And that's when we compare ourselves to people who are better off than we are. And that type of comparison leads to jealousy. And when jealousy sets in, we develop what's called a crab mentality. Crabbers understand that when you go crabbing, it's important that you have you a bucket with a good lid. And the reason for that is because crabs have this uncanny supernatural ability to scale the sides of the smoothest of buckets. And so while you're catching the next crab, the first crab is crawling out the bucket. But, but the interesting thing about uh, having a, a good bucket with a good lid is when you're a crabber, you realize that you only need the lid for the first crab. Because the minute you put another crab in the bucket, when one crab gets near the top, the other crab will pull him back down. That's what jealousy does. It'll drive you to push other people down with your attitude, put other people down with your words, and tear other people down with your actions. That's how the poison of jealousy enters your emotional bloodstream, by trying to put yourself over other people or trying to put other people under you. So we need to recognize how the problem starts, and it starts with comparison. Uh, it's it's interesting because we were talking about like jealousy with material things, mm -hmm. but like this quote, uh, this clip really made me think about jealousy when it comes to like spiritual growth. That that sometimes we will instead of again going back to Jeremiah being uh, you know uniquely made that that goes to just also our faith too that our faith should be unique but sometimes sometimes we open up comparison because we go well here's the thing I'm I'm growing in my faith so I need to see how you know how Keith reads the Bible I need to see how Megan prays I need to see how you know <clears throat> excuse me Kristen worships I need to see how and we start doing these things because we go well I need it for my growth but then the jealousy creeps in and they go, man, why can't I be like that? Why, you know, and then why aren't you blessing me like you're blessing that person? Why are you doing this when, and, and again, it's like, well, God goes, why are you focusing on them? You know, because if you think about the body of Christ, it says the body of Christ has all individual things. And he's, and, and yeah, we're so good. focused on trying to be the head where he goes, no, I wanted you to be the hand. Mm. Why are you working, worried about the hand? I mean, the head right now. Yeah. Why are you getting jealous about the head? Because the head can only do so much. Is the hand could do different things. And I don't need a bunch of heads. I don't need a bunch of hands. I need some feet. I need some knees. I need some elbows. Like that's what the body is. And so jealousy will say you need to be this where God's never called you to be that. He's called you to be this. And you can't, again, when, you, when we think about the body, every part of our body is unique and different and important. Mm-hmm. Like if you remove it, you can't be like, well, I still got this. It's like, but you don't got that. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, you know, I didn't need my elbow that bad. Didn't tell you you don't have your elbow. And then you're like, no, I need my elbow really bad. Because mm -hmm. now it's now it's severed part of my arm and my hand. I needed that. And so again, when it comes to your growth, yes, look at people as examples as your starting point, but then trust God through the rest of it. Like tr don't be the person that you get to the point where you're trying to pull people down from their calling and position because you want to you want to be better than them like yeah. no let them rise to the position they're at let them rise to the area you're at don't try to force them to go to a different direction that they're not so, supposed to go into let them be what god called them to be and let you be what god called you to be yeah I, that's great that's great pastor wow um and and so for when he said in worship like Kristen, that has to be Kristen Franklin you were thinking of, right? Yes. Yeah, that's absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. She had a birthday yesterday. Happy birthday. Happy that's birthday. our second Happy shout birthday. out of the show. It's our second <laughs> shout out of the show. I feel like if you email us or stop <laughs> us in the lobby and say you listen, we might feel Odds that. Are. <laughs> Happy birthday, Kristen. Um, yeah, that is great. And you know, so I, I, uh, I get the honor of being a leader on the creative team on Sunday and then Monday through Thursday and Friday and Saturday. And I say that every day of the week because to lead, uh, to be a leader at the church is an everyday thing. Mm -hmm. It is not a Sunday thing. It's yes. not a punch out at two o'clock and I'll go home and be uh, a womanizer. Mm -hmm. It's not, I, I, so I say that with, that I get the honor and privilege to lead mm -hmm. our church every day of the mm -hmm. week. Mm -hmm. And one thing I tell the team on, on Sundays, and I did this last Sunday. That's interesting. You bring it up. Is uh, they're the they're the production team is the eyes and the ears of our church. Mm -hmm. You know that if you look up at those screens, you see those lights go off. Uh, you hear the sounds coming from instruments. Uh, yeah. That's that's a group of human beings that have taken that appendage that 
organ of the body of Christ. Uh, and I, I told them on Sunday, I haven't said this to him in, in a lot of weeks because I was so mes- I was blown away by the story that uh, our production team was writing on the on the screens. Uh, it was playing out like a like a perfect music video, like a like a like it was like a story was written, like emotion. I saw the cuts and the cameras and the angles and what they were what they were focusing on. And then the next shot, and the next shot, and then the lights blast up and I, I told them i was like you were the the perfect eyes and ears for our church that is and so when you say that yes you have to under understand that you're not always going to be a hand mm-hmm. you're not always going to be a mouth yep you're not always going to be the legs or the shoulders mm-hmm. but when you know what you are be it and be yes. it good mm-hmm. yes because without without the production team on sunday sunday looks different mm-hmm. yes without our production team mm-hmm. our 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 our, our well, it takes like 20 some odd people to get a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So when you sit down in your chair and you experience what you experience here at Life Church, it takes human beings to do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And there's about 20 some odd on the creative team have to be there. And we have to have a couple teams because mm-hmm. some people don't, a lot of people don't serve every single weekend. So understand that they're called, that you, I told the team that you were called to that. Yeah. And you were a beautiful example this last Sunday on what being the eyes and the ears yes. of our church, the bride of Christ, mm. what that entails. Don't, don't have to be anything more. Yeah. You may be called to be more at some mm. point in your life, mm-hmm. but you don't have to be that Yes. right now. That's so this good. is what you're called for right now. And it was, it was a brilliant show. And I hope if you attended on Sunday that um, I, I hope you, you felt what I felt when I watched the playback. Yeah. When I watched the playback, I was, I was in awe and wonder mm-hmm. i became fe- I, I, I was I, like i want to say i was fearful of god not because i feel like he's going to strike me down but i was i was, I was fearing his mag how magnificent mm. he yes. is and how magnificent he works mm-hmm. with uh with the people that he has trusted me with mm-hmm. and yeah love it mm-hmm. so good uh something i feel like i get really burnt out and overwhelmed with in the world is like this this need and this desire to become the best and to always be putting yourself on top. And so hearing this, I was like, yes, what is it, what is it about us that feel like we have to become the best, the yeah. best at what we do, the the top in our class. If I'm going to be a garbage man, I'm going to be the best garbage man there ever was, mm-hmm. right? And we're going to beat out everyone. And, and like, it's just become this uh, mantra of yeah. ours, right? It's like how we operate. And mm-hmm. yet... We know exactly, Keith, that when we when we work cohesively together as the yes. body, as Pastor Dallas said, like it's going to be eons better than what we could have ever yes. ever accomplished mm-hmm. on our own, and it, we're just gonna we're gonna be left feeling empty at the end of the day mm-hmm. if all we're doing is pulling other crabs down the bucket. That doesn't mean that we get to the top. Yeah. It just means that now we're all on the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> like oh. nobody made it out. Yes. And so there is no there is no out. And Jesus said the first will become last and the last <laughs> will become first. So humble yourself, right? Like, man, let's just let's try and be more like Jesus. Let's try and operate more as the body and less as ourself. Sheesh. There's really only one thing that has the power to kill the green-eyed monster in our lives. The Apostle Paul wrote about it in the book of Philippians. He said, I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. If you believe you're where God wants you to be, who God wants you to be, and that you have what God wants you to have, you have no reason to ever be jealous of what someone else has, who someone else is, or where someone else is in their life. You know what jealousy really is. It's accusing God of being unfair. It's accusing God of playing favorites. It's accusing God of not giving you what you think you deserve. It's saying that God has no right to bless anyone more than he's blessed you to prosper or promote anyone other than you. I mean, one of the greatest men in the Old Testament is a guy named Moses. And, and Moses had a supernatural blessing on his life. And God multiplied Moses' ministry through the lives of 70 elders who were given the gift of prophecy. Two of the 70 elders, two cats named Eldad and Medad, they were particularly gifted and they began to prophesy in the camp. They began to gather people around them and they began to preach these powerful messages under the power 
of the Holy Spirit. And so Joshua, who'd been Moses' right-hand man since he was a teenager, came running over to him and he said, Moses, my Lord, stop them. Kind of reminds me of Bones on Star Trek. My God, Jim. He's like, Moses, my God, stop them. But Moses replied, well, are you jealous for my sake? I wish that all of God's people were prophets. I, I wish that that God would put his spirit on every person. He, like he was saying, I'm not jealous. Why should I be? And, and matter of fact, why are you? We should both be excited that God's word is being preached in such a powerful way. Like Moses had figured out how to not let someone else's success affect his peace. Whose success is affecting your peace? I, I lo- so the scripture he, he did in Philippines is one of my favorite scriptures. I've learned the secret to be content, whether I have a little or whether I have, mm-hmm. uh, I have none, you know, whether my stomach's full or empty. And, mm-hmm. and then the, the famous scripture, which uh, some people take out of context, but the famous scripture of I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. And I think that's the, the key to really not... Um, of remembering your blessings is is sometimes people will say I could do everything because God gives me strength and it's like no 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 no, no, no. no. that's not the context the context is I could do everything through yes. Christ so yeah. because of Christ what he not that what he's doing through me it's what I'm doing through him mm. that I can get strength mm-hmm. it's got to be that so God's got to be the focus and so like like pastor said you know when we walk in jealousy we're accusing God of being unfair yeah. and so then we we we're focusing on the wrong things we're focusing on me uh. instead of on him God, thank you for blessing me with, so the focus is you have blessed me with things. You have blessed me with things that are different from that person I'm jealous of, and I apologize, and God, please forgive me for even thinking that because I've taken the focus off what you've done through me. And so, again, I find my strength not when you, not when, uh, not when, uh, I am the focus, but when you're the focus Mm. and that I can do things through you. Meaning what you want to do in my life is where I find strength and not the other way around. Yeah, that is so good. What is, what is God blessing you with in your house right now that you don't, you don't see what's in that other house? Yeah. Maybe in your house there's, there's peace and there's prosperity of the spirit and there's worship. Those are blessings of God that maybe don't exist in another house that you like you lust after and you think after. Yeah. Right. And so, yes, will you just turn your eyes to God? Will you humble yourself? My mom says, um, you know, there's no better place to be than doing the right thing in the will of God. Like yeah. if you are living under the will of God for your life, there is no better place to be. Come come storm, come rain, come hunger, come poverty, come sickness. If you are in the will of God, there is no better place to be. Yeah. That's perfect. And there, there I've I don't have anything to add on to that. I don't I I don't. No, I love mm-hmm. it. I, I love it. That, that's good. That what a good show, guys. Brilliant, you guys. Brilliant. Um yeah! Wow! Thank you for listening to this episode of of of, of, of Chew on That. Yeah, I, I wanted to say this, but I, we were we were such on a roll, and I was like, "Don't try to be funny when everything's like really being pointed." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's, let's let's end this up. Yeah. yeah. So, so you said the word salty. Oh yeah. yeah. And I remember. I remember the first time I heard the word. How old were you? Oh, I don't know. My twenties, maybe. Yep, yep, yeah. yeah, she was. How old were you? I was probably a, 12, yeah, eighteen, nineteen, yeah. twelve. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe a little so, bit younger. Yeah, sure. So I didn't think salty meant angry. I thought salty meant sweaty, <laughs> because like when you get sweaty, they say you you get you know. So so when I heard people say, "Oh, you're getting really salty right now," it's like, "Ooh, that's kind of gross. gross." Like like kind of like, "Ooh, you're sweaty." And I'm like, "Yeah, get, go take a shower." Like, yeah, take, go take it. Do I look salty? Yeah. yeah. I, why, wait. Uh, I I mean, I worked out like. A, uh, yesterday is that, am I still salty? Do you still see the salt? Like that's what I thought salty meant. That's hilarious. So when I heard it is like, oh, you're salty, and people would get mad. I would be like, yeah, don't call them out because they're sweaty. <laughs> so funny. Where did that even come? I don't from? know. I had one. I, I had I one friend. Know. I would have been. I would have been probably twenty. 223 uh when when i first encountered the word salty yes. uh and he said it all the time like bro just quit being salty salty like, yeah. i yeah like, i definitely salty was salty was the word for everything yeah though. so like as yeah. you said it was stemmed from jealousy i'm like no no it was everything bro, bro, bro i was salty if i was anything but but quiet and happy <laughs> <laughs> sorry again i cut you off uh 
Thank you for listening. I think you got to take it then. I don't know how. I, uh, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. I think I, I mean, I've been enough of these podcasts. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. If it, uh, One thing we love is when you rate the podcast, it gets in more listeners' ears. Also, share uh, whether you're on Spotify, iTunes. I listen on Spotify. I like it. There actually is a little star thing where Ooh. you can hit it. It's It's perfect. Um, also, um, rate and review, uh, um, if you have any questions, yeah, the question thing, if you do have questions you want us to answer, email us, uh, I hope this makes you appreciate Keith as the host. Yeah, at least. I know they're like, the rails are falling off. (laughs) Keith is teaching him a lesson. Okay. The wheels are (laughs) sorry. Go long gone. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of chew on that. Hey man, if you liked it, you disliked it, you enjoyed it, write and review us. Give us five stars, even if you hated it. Sure would appreciate it. Um, hey, next week we close the series. Yeah, Close it on 10, 10 weeks. Do we know the word? Ooh, I, oh, I, I know it's... I, Don't I, say, dude, last no. time you, were, you guys I were both way, way wrong. Off, way <laughs> off. So we're going to close out the series next week. Uh, hey, happy birthday, Kristen Franklin. Yeah. That was ha- yesterday? It's my mom's birthday, too. So oh, happy my birthday, goodness. Mom. Happy birthday, Megan. Did your mom listen? Sometimes, yeah. Oh, wow. She cool. better this week, man. Yeah. You really talked to her <laughs> I'll up. I'll send it to her. <laughs> and happy anniversary to uh, my wife. Yeah. The, the best, best da- day of my life, 16 da- years yeah. ago. Yeah, date anniversary. Yeah, it. I love it. So thanks for listening. We can't wait for uh, you to join us again uh, next week. Next week.